0: Mr. Charlton here, and this is Audio Story 371. Now, the next story has been chosen by Joseph. Hello, Joseph. And Joseph lives in Somerset in England. And somebody has told me, Joseph, that today, on the 12th of March, it is your fourth birthday. So happy birthday to you. The story I'm going to read is a Thomas the Tank Engine story. Are you ready? Okay, let's begin. Thomas and friends sold as legend of the lost treasure. Chapter one. It was a beautiful morning on the island of Sodor. Thomas the Tank Engine was chuffing along his branch line with his coaches, Annie and Clarabel. Faster, faster, puffed Thomas. Bertie is just ahead. If I pass him, I'll win the race. Slow down, Thomas, cried Annie. You know that the fat controller doesn't approve of racing. Thomas wasn't listening. He just laughed and sped up, (laughs) racing across the finish line, just ahead of Bertie. Beep, beep. I win, Thomas cheered. That's not fair, said Bertie. The roads are slower today because of the work on the new branch line. Annie and Clarabelle looked worried. What if they close Thomas's branch line, said Clarabelle. Thomas just smiled. My branch line is the most important part of the whole railway, he said. Meanwhile, at the new branch line construction site, everyone was very, very busy. The workers were setting up dynamite to blast away the rocks and clear space for the new track. Stunned! back, called the workers. Boom, boom, rumble, rumble, boom, boom, rumble, rumble. The ground shook. Everyone take care, said the engineer. We don't want anyone to fall through the cracks. So the workers put up a safety barrier across the end of the track. The next morning, Thomas couldn't get up. His fire kept going out and he didn't have enough steam. Wake up, lazy bones. Wake up, lazy bones, called Percy. That's what you get for too much racing, scolded Gordon. Thomas (sighs) was so sleepy. He didn't even notice the red signal. He kept going and his coaches derailed. They came off the tracks. The fat controller was not pleased. He sent Thomas to work on the new branch line. His newest tank engine, Ryan, would look after Thomas's branch line today. Ryan was a very friendly engine. Hello, Thomas, he said. But Thomas wasn't happy at all. He was worried the Fat Controller might close his branch line. Thomas rushed off to the new branch line. He was in such a hurry, he didn't notice the danger signs. Stop, Thomas, stop! Showed to the workers But it was too late Thomas crashed through the barrier And tumbled down a giant hole in the ground Cinders and ashes What is this place? Thomas cried He looked around He was at the bottom of a dark cavern Next to something That looked like a giant ship Rocky the breakdown crane Came to lift Thomas out The fat controller was waiting I'm very disappointed in you, 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 today, Thomas. I'm very dis-, dis-, dis disappointed in you today, Thomas. It kept echoing around the cavern. It was very strange indeed. Thomas tried to explain. Uh, I didn't see the barrier, sir, and I think there's something down in the cavern. I don't want to hear hear, hear, hear your excuses. It continued to echo, the Fat Controller said. I'm off to the Steamworks for you. I'm off with you and you need to get fixed. So it's off to the Steamworks for you. Now Thomas was really, really, really worried that his branch line was going to be replaced for ever. Chapter 2. At the Steamworks, Victor and Kevin were repairing Thomas when Edward rushed up. Rocky found an old pirate ship in the cavern, he said, excitedly. Rocky didn't find that ship. I did, Thomas said with a sigh, but no one would listen. Down at the docks, Salty had a story to tell. "Uh, That pirate ship is probably the lost pirate ship, he whispered. Long ago, pirates were chased by the navy. They hid in the cave on the island of Sodor, but nobody ever phoned the lost treasure. The next morning, the Fat Controller sent Thomas back to the construction site. ''I don't want any more trouble from you today,'' he said. On his way, Thomas passed Rex, Bert and Mike, the miniature railway engines. ''It's not fair,'' Thomas complained. ''I was the first to see the ship, not Rocky, and now I can't even work on my own branch line.'' ''Cheer up,'' said Rex. ''Look, there's Ryan shunting the dynamite to the new tracks.'' But something was wrong. All the steam had caused the dynamite to spark. Fizzling fireboxes, cried Thomas. The dynamite could explode any minute. Help, 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 shouted Ryan. Thomas had an idea. He chased after Ryan's burning trucks and pushed them down into the cavern. The dynamite flew up into the air and exploded with a "'Boom! Boom! 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 Boom!' Thomas sighed with relief. He was glad nobody was hurt. "'Thomas the Tank Engine, what are you playing at now?' bellowed the Fat Controller. Thomas tried to explain that he had rescued Ryan, but the Fat Controller was too cross to listen. "'I've had enough of you causing trouble,' he said. "'Go back to your shed immediately!' Thomas chuffed back. By the time he passed the harbour, he was feeling very sorry for himself. Suddenly, he noticed a small boat bobbing up and down in the water. Hello, called Thomas. Well, uh, uh, blow me down, who are you? The sailor replied. I'm Thomas. I used to be the Fat Controller's number one engine, but I'm not anymore. The sailor saluted. My name's Sailor John and this is my boat, Skiff. How would you like to help us search for pirate treasure tonight? Thomas couldn't wait to get started. Maybe if he could help find treasure, he really could be a useful engine once again. Chapter 3 Late that night, Thomas crept out of his shed and met Skiff and Sailor John down at the harbour. Sailor John was holding a shovel and a lantern. We've been sailing up and down the coast for years, searching for the pirate's lost treasure. Skiff told Thomas. Sailor John built wheels for me so I can roll on the tracks. I've always wanted to be a train just like you. Shh, whispered Sailor John. Now, show us where the pirate ship was found. Where, 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 where is the ship? Where is the ship? Because if we find the ship, we'll find the treasure. Thomas led the way to the cavern. Sailor John pulled out an old pirate map. The treasure must be around here. But they searched all night, all, night all night and 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 they didn't sleep and they couldn't find it. We'll try again tomorrow night, Sailor John decided. On his way home, Thomas bumped into Marion the steam shovel. You look sad, Thomas. Marion. Do you know what always cheers me up? Digging. I like to dig. Clang, clang, clang. Marion's shovel hit something very, very hard. It was a treasure chest. Marion was so surprised she dropped it on top of Thomas. Bust my buffers, Thomas said. You found the buried treasure, Marion. The fat controller was very pleased. Well done, Marion. You are a really useful steam shovel. A really useful steam shovel, indeed. Then, the Fat Controller made plans for the treasure to go to the Sodor Museum, where everyone could see it. At the new branch line, the engines couldn't stop talking about the buried treasure. Isn't this exciting, Thomas? said Ryan. I wanted to thank you for yesterday, too. You saved me from the burning dynamite. I'm so sorry I got you into trouble. Everyone was very excited that the pirate treasure would be at the Soda Museum. Everyone, that is, except Sailor John. How dare you find that treasure, he sneered to Thomas. I haven't been searching all this time for it to end up in a museum. It's for me. Skiff looked sad. You always said we were going to give it to the museum, he said. Sailor John stamped his foot. This is not the end of it. He scowled. Chapter 4 Thomas couldn't stop worrying about whether the treasure would be safe. I'll stay up all night so I can keep an eye on it, he said to himself. Thomas found a place behind Knapford Station, where he could keep watch. Soon though, he began to feel very sleepy. I'll close my eyes for a minute, he thought. And then, shh! Thomas fell fast asleep. Not long after, Sailor John tiptoe past Thomas. He broke into the fat controller's office and stole all the treasure. Now it's nine, he sneered. Time to go, Skiff. Wait, this isn't right, said Skiff. But it was too late. He was already rolling down the tracks back towards the harbour. The treasure chest was very, very, heavy and Skiff began to pick up speed. Whoa! 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 Too fast! Skiff yelled. Skiff shouts awoke Thomas. Oh no! They're getting away with the treasure! Thomas raced down the tracks after Sailor John. He couldn't catch up. (laughs) You're too late Thomas. You're too late. You can call me Pirate John now. Thomas sped up even more. Stop that ship! Come back with the treasure! Thomas shouted. Then Thomas reached the edge of the tracks. Help! Help! cried Thomas. He was going so fast, he couldn't stop. Splish, splash, splosh. Thomas toppled off the tracks and into the deep water. (laughs) Goodbye, Thomas, laughed Pirate John, paddling away. Enjoy your swim. But the treasure chest was too heavy for Skiff. He began to wobble and wobble and wobble back and forth. Hold fast, Skiff. Hold fast. Steady she goes, called Pirate John. Splish, splash, splosh. Skiff turned over and Pirate John fell into the deep, dark sea. No! cried Pirate John, as the pirate treasure disappeared beneath the waves. Then Captain arrived with the police, hold it right there, they called. The police pulled Pirate John out of the water and placed him under arrest. Thomas was the hero, Thomas once again became a very useful engine and he was very very happy pirate John was in jail and he was never, ever seen again. The end. Joseph, boys and girls, I hope you enjoyed the story all about Thomas and the pirates and the wonderful, wonderful adventure. I will see you all very, very soon on Mr. Chelton's Audio Stories. Three, two, one. Bye, bye, bye.